episode is brought to you by D2DU, the number one online sales training platform in the door-to-door and direct sales industry. With over 200 interactive and industry-specific videos, learn from the top 1% in the industry how to maximize sales in record time. In-depth training that covers all the skills you need to succeed in your industry. Go to d2du.thed2dexperts.com to enroll today. If you are in solar, roofing, alarms, or pest control, then D2DU is definitely for you. Go to d2du.thed2dexperts.com to enroll today. Hey everybody, this is Sam Taggart with the DDD Podcast, and I'm here with Sean Holmander. We are in Tampa, Florida. He is a Rhode Island local implant into the great warm weather of Tampa. And he runs a company called Rise Solutions or Solar, right? Rise Solar. Rise Solar. And uh, basically, 22-year-old CEO, taking names, crushing it, blowing blowing freaking minds. And I just spent the whole day with Sean. And it's been fun to, like, see you grow. I mean, we met when? We met at Door-to-Door Con, like, two Door-to-Door Cons ago. So two years ago. And... You had been in the industry for how long? I'd been in the industry for nine months, minus two months for COVID. So like seven months. Seven months? Yeah. And uh, it's fun because it's like now I'm in his office consulting as a new business owner. And you were, you know, the typical sales rep that got recruited, did really well. I guess what was your best month? My best month, I think I sold 28, mostly self-gen. That's deals. awesome. Yeah. So like Slayer, like the kid, guys, stuff. And uh, then you, how long ago started your own rise? Yeah, I mean, after, you know, I was selling a lot, managing a lot of people, you know, and I just eventually went over and started rise. That was about three months ago. So, you know, we're at about 10 people now. We're, we're still at grassroots, you know, humble beginnings, but we're figuring it out. And it's been awesome having you out here because, like I said, you were like my first mentor in the space. And, you know, I've learned a lot from you. And uh, we're, we're going to be moving fast because we have you in our corner. Love that. Yeah. No, I'm excited. You're like my favorite people guys. Like when I pick up clients, I'm like, oh, fun. They've got the hustle. You know, the worst is when I got some like, no offense if you're listening and this is you, but I got like 60 year old roofer dude that's been like, well, you know, I'm just need to hire some door knockers and you know, I'm like, good luck, dude. Like, why would they work for you? Like, you know, but you're out there still hustling. You're out there still slaying. You're out there, you know, figuring it out, investing in you, growing, leading, developing, but you don't know what you don't know. And mm-hmm. the fact that you're humble enough to say that and say, I need people in my corner is, is powerful. Cause I still think there's a lot of people out there that take too much ego to be like, Hey, tell me what I don't know to accelerate the learning curve. Yeah. I mean, you got to realize like, that's why I'm here. That's probably why you're here. It's cause you like dropped your ego and said, yeah, I'm a good salesman, but I'm not a great salesman, Dude, or, I, you know, and you had to hire people and bring people in that knew more than you. There's always someone that knows more than you. I still, like I was telling Kate, I was like, I, 50 grand last week in coaching <laughs> so i was yeah. like i still pay a lot of people uh i think i think this month alone i spent seventy five thousand dollars on coaching yeah and people are like wait but you are one i'm like yeah and speed of the leader speed of the team if i don't accelerate my learning and development and find my blind spots how am i supposed to come back to the clients and people that i lead mm-hmm. and show up for them 100 percent? yeah and that's that's why your business won't, won't won't just stay like steady it'll always grow 
like it'll always keep growing because you, you keep learning. That's why you're such a good coach because every you know month I follow back up with you every quarter, you got better. So like I'm gonna get even better. Yeah. You know so. It's yeah. It makes people. It's this principle applies to like or why work for you too. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of times people like managers will feel, and maybe this is what happened to you. And we're not gonna say names or anything, but it's like there's a point where you felt like the value exchange of company owner or leader above you wasn't there therefore you chose to look elsewhere yeah of course yeah i mean you know i'd been thinking about it for a while and stuff and as soon as the yeah the value exchange just wasn't there um i just went and you know i felt like i had the i had the low i had the ability to take my ego down enough and i knew i was going to hit you up very soon and i hit up other people that were going to show me the way you know and nobody will give it to you like in a box how to do it but you hit up enough people and you use, we make so much money in this industry. If you're in solar, if you're in something else, like, I'm, I'm sorry, but in really in anything door to door, you make so much money that if you're not investing that into your, into your knowledge and how to run your own business, cause you are your own business, no matter what, no matter who you work for, if you're not investing that back in to run it 10 times better the next month or the next quarter or the next year, you're just wasting your money. If you're spending it on, on really anything else first, so if you're making money, if you're making good money, I think the first thing you should spend it on is yourself and then, you know, like real estate or an investment for your, for your future. But the first thing is yourself, because if you can 10x your income because you made a quick investment in yourself, then, you know, that's just going to that's just going to speed up the process of you investing in other things that or you investing in the things that you want to invest in, like real estate, you know, something else. Whatever. Yeah. It's funny. Literally, I was just talking to a friend today and she's just like. Well, I, you know, I spent ten grand in three months, but I made that I made that back in forty eight hours with my coach, and I was like, you don't need to justify me. Like I was <laughs> like, I know you could make the ten grand back. Like, you know, you just said I spent thirty grand on, you know, going to this thing in Boston, or you know mm-hmm. what I mean. It's just like, I'm not cheap, you know. And watching uh, people kind of quiver when I even bring up how much I cost mm-hmm. or what I do, and then knowing how many times over I've helped companies hit over a hundred million dollars in sales and help mm-hmm. them grow to a hundred sales reps or knowing that I'm like, do you know what I'm about to do to you? Yeah. If they, <laughs> if they quiver, then it's cause they haven't been in business long enough or they haven't, they haven't tried investing in themselves yeah. yet. Cause was, every time you do it pays back every time. So. Well, it's an intention. So I think the problem is, is it, when you have to put your ass on the line, which is your dollars, you know, I better get all the, I better get all the juice out of this. Mm-hmm. Like I know, even if it was subpar, I'm going to try to find an ROI so that I don't lose. Yeah. Like I'm going to do my best to make sure I get out of this. The problem is, is like, you know, and, and this is an interesting concept. The difference between I have a mentor or a friend that's smart that you don't invest anything into mm-hmm. and you're expecting you to get these big returns from just having good conversation with smart people that's helpful Mm -hmm. but it's different than saying i went to an actual diagnosed counselor or a coach or a person i paid money to say it's structured it's organized they're invested as much as i'm invested therefore there's like true alignment and real getting action and really getting results yeah absolutely and and even like a bad investment is better than a, a good spend Ooh, so, I like that. Yeah, you like that. So a bad investment is better than a good spend. You could buy a, a, a fancy car, but it's always a bad spend. Yeah. So even a bad investment pays off in some way, somehow. So, you know, that's why that's why they say a bad investment is better than a good spend. I love that. Yeah. So a couple of things I want to jam on this podcast. And then if you're listening or watching, we'd love to hear your guys' 
questions. Um, but at what point were you like, all right, I'm doing it. I'm a, like, what triggered the element of, I want to start a business? Or was this something that you knew <clears throat> since you were a little kid, you wanted to be a business owner? Like, where did that just like spark? Yeah, I mean, I had always known and, and I, the whole time it's like, you know, I'm pretty sure Grant Cardone talks about he was working at a McDonald's and so was someone else. He hated his job every day. But the other guy he was working with loved it because he found out that he was working to make enough money and learn the skills to start his own franchise. So my, my intentionality over the past two years and why I've done so well is that I was, you know, learning every single day what it takes to run my own business. And if you're in sales, you're already running your own business. You, you yourself are your own business. And I just took it to the next to the next level of that. And really just took in everything I could. And once I, once I felt like I figured it out, you know, I was in a great place. I was making great money, um, you know, and I was comfortable. And that was the problem is I got so comfortable mm. that I, I needed discomfort again. I was like, you know what, let me make this switch. You know, I got super uncomfortable, still working towards that comfort again. And it's, it's the place where I like to be the most, where I'm grinding every day is like a new, a new quest, a new uh, trying to figure it out every day so like when that. yeah if you're comfortable you're you're not going to perform at your highest but when you're uncomfortable you really unlock a second gear love and, that yeah so what have been some of the unforeseen challenges that you maybe weren't expecting mm -hmm. that it's just like oh nobody ever told you that when you <laughs> go start a business there's a ton man it's like you know if you're if you're just managing or if you're just selling and then you you make that transition there's so many little things that you didn't realize we're there. Payroll's got to be done on time. You're not paying. You're messing with people's money. They, they don't like that. So payroll's got to be done. But at the same time, you may have to be running your own meetings. You may have to be still out there selling. So it's basically just more responsibilities. And at, be, at the beginning, it's for less money. So it's more work, less money. And then it's more work for the same money. Uh, but then eventually, you know, you break a barrier and you, you start hitting your goals. And, you know, that's, that's the future that you can, you can really aim for. Isn't that crazy? Most people don't tell you that. Hey, go run a business, start a business, and make a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, sweet. Do work, more work, more headache, more risk, more liability, and make less money. It's Sign like, me up. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in on that. But what's interesting, we were jamming a lunch, right? And it was like, hey, how much more interesting is it, though? You know what I mean? Like, the challenge. Like you said, I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You had sales on autopilot. You could go out, get deals, close my money, paycheck, done. Mm -hmm. It leading on autopilot. You had a hundred, you're thirty some guys, right? You're the top office of the company. You're crushing, mm -hmm. you know. And you started figuring that one out. And you're like, what's next? Like the challenge is what is more driving than the income. Yeah, and I, I would say like you know I I had pretty much broke every barrier. If I wanted to go out and get a, a sale, I could go get it. Two sales, go get it. And managing was pretty easy too. I had figured that out too. You know, not to say I was the best in the world. I could have gotten better and better. That's for sure. But I just felt like I was so comfortable. Um, if my if if the if the place that I was in allowed me to expand the way I wanted to, then I wouldn't have had any any reason to need to go. But you know, I wanted to expand. You know, more in the state of Florida because I love this market. I love Florida. I haven't had a chance to sell in Florida. It's an awesome thing. Um, but the, I just really wasn't able to with the situation I was in. So that's really the major factor that made me go and do it. But if you're in a space where you are able to expand and spread your wings out and if that's what you want to do then then you should just take that you know take that advantage and go after it love that um yeah what other unforeseen obstacles was it like 
that you just, just nobody told you about? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, bringing in, bringing in new people, uh, especially when you're brand new, you're still working on your systems, you're still building out your brand and getting all your, you know, your structure in place. It can be, can be tough. There's so many, there's so many companies out there, but it's like you said today, and we were talking about if your conviction that you are, it's like, it's like a sale. If your conviction is that you are the person that can get them the furthest in this industry. Yeah. There's 30 other CEOs in your city alone. We, we all know that, but if your conviction that you can take this random person and make them way more successful than any of these other guys could, then it's your duty and obligation to go and recruit that guy. Um, so having that conviction and being a good leader is for me, it was really my tactic in you know, starting this company and being different, being set apart from all these other solar companies because there's so many. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so critical to, to appreciate, one, if I'm part of a big company, let's say, um, and they spent hundreds of hours, probably thousands if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on a training system, on an onboarding system, on a process with employees and W-2s that are like walking people through pipeline. When you're the new owner, you're literally getting them their shirt, mm-hmm. they're getting their logins, creating their, you know, offboarding, onboarding, like you're doing a lot of those things. And sometimes when you're trying to get in a recruiting battle, you don't realize that there's recruiting weight to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I work for you, these guys have like an automated, streamlined, perfect track record showing me why I would be successful and I'm risking what going with a startup yeah I mean that definitely could be an argument that's for sure and but you know you have to realize that the bigger the brand that you're going to go work for you're paying for that brand so if you go for go to work for a big brand you're, you're kind of paying for that brand um, you know in, in whatever you do uh, and also you know when it's a smaller team you have a way more focused attention on on each rep like when you have a big company like the one you're talking about you know like Vivint or something like that a big company it's more it's much more like diluted and there's less focus on each individual rep so you know in a smaller company you have literally like the ceo who's so invested so dedicated like focused on you one-on-one yeah it's a smaller company so you know there's pros and cons of both but again if your conviction is just higher that i'm going to put more energy and effort into these people than anyone else then you know, you got to back that up. You got to go do it. But that's what's going to it's going to separate you. Love that. Guys, people pay attention to that conviction and probably resonate more with that than you probably give credit to. I'd rather follow a leader with passion, with a drive, with a mission than jump into a structure that's just like robotic. Like I'm a I'm a pawn in the big game, and it's like you said, you kind of get lost in the weeds. Yeah. It's like, what are we driving for? So I think here's a, here's a tip for any advice or for any new entrepreneur out there is, I simply asked Sean. I said, why does this business exist? Mm-hmm. And his first initial reaction was like, I want to kick this dude's ass. I want to kick this dude's ass. I want to kick this dude's. Ass. I want to freaking be the best. And I was like, good. That's a good why. Mm-hmm. And I said, but that's more of a who. And I say, there's got to be a reason that's more in-depth that one must explore to say your, your business is, exists because of. And that's something that I would recommend any young entrepreneur out there to really get clarity and practice, like telling that story, sharing that mission, giving it like weight and, and polishing it so that when somebody asks you, what do you do? You don't answer with just simply, this is what I do. But you say, my mission is this. Mm-hmm. Like mine is to unify up level, bring honor and integrity to the door space. Like people are like, oh, whoa. And how I do that 
mm-hmm. is I run masterminds, events, and tools, and online trainings, and you know what I mean, in mm-hmm. other ways. But I'd rather answer with like, this is what I'm about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think business owners are like, well, I just wanted to make a better paycheck. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it'll get it'll get really messy early when you realize you don't have better paychecks, and you're like, this is hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you'll you go right better, back. Better paycheck, but again, it's just more work with more less work. pay a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah, you got you got to have a why. You have to build your you have to build your business whether you're selling or you you are starting your own business around what lifestyle you want to have, um, and you know what 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 lifestyle you want to build. Do you want more income to go and invest it, or do you just want more time to go and you know have free time? Um, if you're not building it for a reason, then it's it's going to just end up being discombobulated. Just be a job. You're just buying yourself a harder job that makes you less money. Um, so and then yeah, your your mission statement. You say it all the time. I heard you say it like three times today, and it shows. It's like I'm Sam Taggart. I carry this. This is like my my brand. This is my logo. This is what I do. So anyone that's looking for that, even remotely, and they see you, they come across your path on social media or in person, they're automatically like, "This is the guy I need." Yeah, because you have that strong mission statement. And it and it encompasses a mission should be including, meaning it's not just like, "Well, I just want to make more money." It's like the mission has to be, "I'm I'm." doing this selflessly so that I can impact this or change this, you know? And I think that's a vital piece is, is starting a business. So kind of shift gears a little bit. Um, what, what advice would you give to the new sales rep? Like, obviously you started out, you know, I, however you got your start, but like you became a top performer pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You're young, you're sharp, but like, what makes a good sales rep? Yeah, if you're brand new, um, you know, you, what you really want to do is like, and a lot of people have a hard time with this, but if you can lock yourself, like imagine you're locking yourself like in a prison cell for a year or two um, and just focus, just put your head down and just figure it out. You know, get over that learning curve. You're going to have tough days where you, you put up a, a bagel. Um, you're going to have days where you're like, dude, I kind of want to quit. Like, this is so hard. Um, at the very beginning, first month or two, and then you start figuring it out. Keep yourself in that in that box and keep figuring out and keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. Even when you're really good, even when you're selling 10, 15 a month, if you can keep going deeper even then, don't allow that to be an excuse to, oh, now I can go party and now I can go take days off and go to the, you know, go to the beach. Stay in that stay in that box as long as you can, and keep going deeper and deeper. And how how can I figure this out? And you'll just go further and further. Okay, now you're at you thought you were a big shot at ten fifteen. Now you're at twenty a month, and then you you watch Sam Tiger's last po- podcast as someone that sold twenty two in a day, and you're like, dude, what the heck, man? <laughs> like I just got to twenty in a month. This dude sold twenty in a day. Um, you got to you in order to get there, you just have to stay in that box and stay focused. Don't allow these distractions to get you. Don't be content and say, hey. All right, now I'm now I'm really good. I can start taking some time off. Stop training as much. The, the deeper you can go in that box, as long as you can, the further you'll take it. And you know that's how you. That's where the top produce top the true top producers in the industry come from. Is they stayed in that box for as long as possible. Love that. Love that. What um. I guess did you ever had any moments that were kind of like kicking the nuts, like almost quit hard moments in there so my first 20 deals um my manager looks at me he's like all right man you've been you've been crushing it like let's look over your deals and uh he's like half of your deals have canceled <laughs> literally 50 percent. i'm like dang and I, and I knew that the last 10 there was some on hold you know some way it was even more than that so 
you know, I, I thought I had it figured out. My first 20 deals took me how many months? I don't know, three, three, four months, and half of them had canceled. So I was like, well, here we go again. I, I thought I had it figured out. Now there's a whole other aspect to this. So, you know, whatever you're going through, at that point, I wanted to quit. I was like, this is just too hard. But whatever you're going through, just realize that someone has already gone through it before. I guarantee you, whatever it is, you sell 20 deals and 100% of them cancel. It's happened to somebody and they've gotten through it and they've become, you know, and they've done well at this job. There's so many people out there in sales that had horrible experiences, didn't sell anything for a whole year straight, something crazy like that. And they got through it. So whatever you think is your worst case scenario, this isn't working out for me. It's, it's just not true. It's just something that you're selling yourself. Believe me, if you looked around hard enough, you'd find someone that went through something worse and got out at the, on the other side and succeeded. That's so true. Yeah. Because how many people out there don't ever tell you about cancels? You know, mm-hmm. you're going to come on to this company, you're going to like suck, and then you're going to start selling, and then they're going to cancel, and then it's yeah. just like... It's the next phase. Yeah, like, you're like, then you're going to realize, oh crap, I have to follow through, and I have to mm-hmm. deal the do, deal the, do the deal submission the right mm-hmm. way, and for these to go through the pipelines and not get on holds, and, and then, you know, and you're like, wow, I wish I would have known that. Yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's just constantly like, once you get over that, though, that's a, that's a good one to get over. Yes. Once you get over all those cancels and stuff, you get, you figure out volume first, and then you figure out retention. You know, at that point, you keep up the volume and you have good retention. That's when you're making pretty good money, I've found, with a lot of new people. That's a good, that's actually a good cycle. That's true. I would say, yeah, just put in deals. Like, don't, don't procrastinate closing deals. Don't procrastinate getting out mm-hmm. there and slaying. Because like I don't know on all those little ticks and tricks to keep the retention, or I don't have the perfect sales process, or I don't have. I'm like, no, just start getting some deals under your belt. You'll learn through doing. Like, yeah, they'll be a little sloppy at the beginning. You'll have a couple weird ones, mm-hmm. but I think overall, like, I would I would agree with that advice of like, mm-hmm. get your volume, mm-hmm. then fine tune the process and lower your cancels and and how quickly can you go do those things? Yeah, and it might be contrary to popular belief, like no, make sure you're always selling like you know, perfect deals, but there are no perfect deals. No. And the way you're going to find out how to sell better deals that retain better is by selling a ton of deals and, you know, and just doing as best as you can and seeing what happens with the ones that did cancel, because I don't care who you are. You could be Sam Dagger. You could be anyone. You're going to get cancels in this industry. Yeah. And it's like figuring out why did those ones cancel? Like, why did this one cancel? Why did that one? It's, and you find a recurring thing and you fix that problem fix the fix the issue i love that yeah. i love that we got to kind of wrap up so last question what advice would you give um that new entrepreneur if you could give like one piece of advice for any new startup now that you're three four months in you're like hey if you're starting next week here's what i'd say yeah i mean for for that it's like there's a lot of advice i could give but but the biggest one is probably you know if something if something horrible happens some catastrophe it's what I just said. Somebody's already been through it before. Mm. So the, really the main thing is if you stick to anything long enough, you will succeed. It's just as long as you don't quit at something, whatever it is you're trying to do, you want to make the next Amazon, write a book, even though you've never written one, wrote one before. Um, as long as you don't quit, you will succeed. Love that. So when, you, when something horrible happens and you want to quit, just realize, remember in your mind that somebody's been through this, I guarantee you something way worse there's people in different countries that are going through like way worse stuff and that are getting through it at the, under, at the other end. Um, and just realize that and push through and just don't quit and you'll, you'll succeed. This is uh, very good advice. And you said something today that hit me that was like, I know you're going to make it work. Is when you said, 
and if you're listening to this, it's not about you individually, but it, it was more if all the people that were on my team today might not be here in a year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a good perspective of just saying that doesn't matter. I'm committed to making this a win, mm-hmm. regardless of who is it going to be with me at the finish line or like when we sell or when we go hit a hundred million or whatever that is. But it's, I'm committed to that with you or without you. Like it might be people I still yet to know. Mm-hmm. And like, nobody's written up their business day one and said, you know, it's going to be Tom and Steve <laughs> and John at the finish line with me. 99% of business owners I get to know. They're like, yeah, three years, three years in, I had to let go of my main partner and then, mm-hmm. you know, bought this guy and this changed. And then I randomly hired this guy and then we blew up. And it's like, I would have never thought it like that. Yeah. It's like, it's, we picked the destination and let the path come, mm-hmm. not pick the path and let it lead us to the destination. I like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like about picking the destination and, and just let God choose the path yeah. versus the other way around. Yeah. You don't know what the road's going to look like. You just know. I just know I'm going to get there. Yeah. I don't care what happens. I'm getting <laughs> Where are I going between? It's going to there eventually. Yeah. So I'll get there. I'll yeah. get there. Uh, well, I appreciate you being on the show, man. And yeah, this man. has been an Thanks awesome onsite and just fun to really work with you and your team. And so, this is good, man. Yeah, this has been awesome. I've been waiting for this for a long time, so thanks for having me on the show, too. It's been awesome. Okay, much love. Peace so, out, Facebook. Peace. Bye.